Dick, Newgale, Longstreet, Newport, the Commons, Pembroke, Merivale and Quickwell Hill in St David's, High Street, St Dogmills and the Saltons, South Beach and the Green, Temby. The order also states that the cost of the coastal parking permit, which currently costs £90 for three months and allows vehicles to park in any of the car parks, will increase to £125. Residence permits for Station Hill, Goodick and High Street and St Dogmills will nearly double from £23.33 per year to £40. Pembrokeshire parents have been left out of pocket after a local school trip provider closed for good due to coronavirus. Celium Activity Centre near Wolfcastle closed its doors for the last time, citing the pandemic on Friday, May the 21st. Parents at Fenton Community Primary School at Haverford West had all paid a £70 deposit just before the pandemic struck for a week's residential trip at Celium. When lockdown hit, they were told that the school would not refund their deposits, but rather organise their non-residential activity with Celium at an unconfirmed cost. This week, parents have received a letter confirming that the activity centre which has been running in Pembrokeshire since 1986, has closed. The letter states that any money the school receives back will be refunded to parents in due course. Heroin and cocaine worth £137,000 and weapons have been seized by police during an intensification week to tackle county lines. Between Monday, May the 17th and Sunday, May the 23rd, police across Wales took part in the National County Lines Intensification Week. Police spent the week carrying out warrants, intercepting vehicles potentially involved in the supply of drugs and working with partners to raise awareness of drug-related crime. David Powers Police officers seized heroin worth around one hundred and twenty. £25,000, cocaine worth approximately £12,000, 40 blue tablets, cannabis, an imitation firearm, a six-inch knife and £7,325 in cash during 17 warrants. Twelve arrests were made on suspicion of drug offences, including possession with intent and concern with the supply of drugs. Other offences included driving whilst disqualified and driving whilst unfit. And finally, Panda the dog has finally been put into the hands of her rightful owner after an extraordinary court battle for ownership which saw the dog give birth to a litter of puppies. Court reports described it as a life crisis as the animal was transferred into possession of the police having just given birth to one-day-old puppies. Both Max Goldsworthy, 19, of Clarbston Road and Lauren Elizabeth Mosley, 20, of Prendergast, Haverford West put in applications claiming ownership of the black-and-white Staffordshire bull, English bull, Terrier Cross. After Goldsworthy didn't show up to court to defend his claim of ownership, Haverford West magistrates ruled that the dog would go into the custody of Ms Mosley. In a bitter blow to Goldsworthy, not only did he lose the civil case, he also has to pay court costs amounting to £1,636 to be paid by Wednesday, June the 23rd. In the ruling made on Wednesday, May the 26th, court lists state that it was proved there was an expectation that the animal would be returned to Ms Mosley after being put into temporary care. And that's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News with me, Kim Thomas. This is Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. Hello, it's me, your ex. I got to say not sorry, but I wish you the best. And I don't hold no grudge, just promise this ain't a test. We okay, we okay.
Good morning. It's Saturday. It's Pure West Radio across Pembrokeshire. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to Saturday's edition of Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. More at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. And we've got plenty coming up between now and nine. Bill Kahn will join me in a few moments' time to kick off the weekend and reflect on some of the cricket that's gone on in Pembrokeshire over the course of the last week. And fingers crossed the weather forecast is better for today, so we should get a full day of play, we hope, across Pembrokeshire in the Pembrokeshire Cricket League. It's a huge weekend as well for Swansea City. Today, they take on Brentford, a three o'clock kickoff at Wembley with a place in the Premier League, the prize for the winner. We will be joined by our very own Fraser Watson, a huge Swansea fan. He's covered so many of their games this season. He will be excited, but I'm sure very nervous this morning. He'll be joining us very soon to talk about that. And Gordon Thomas on the show as well. Gordon's a huge Man United fan. Uh, He'll look back on that incredible penalty shootout between Manchester United and Villarreal in the Europa League during the week. We'll also preview tonight's Champions League final, which is Manchester City against Chelsea and Rob Page, the Wales interim manager, has confirmed his 28-man preliminary squad for the Euros. We'll get Gordon's thoughts on who's in and who's out of that. And all the latest sporting news from around Pembrokeshire as we kick off your weekend right here on Pure West Sport. Well, a very good morning and welcome to Pure West Sports on a Saturday morning with G&G Builders. It's another busy sporting Saturday across Pembrokeshire with plenty of cricket on. And joining me to kick the show off this morning is our very own Bill Kahn. Bill, morning. How are you? Hi, Ben. Nice to have a, a Saturday where it looks like cricket is going to go on totally go on across the county so that'll be nice yeah probably for the first time since the very first round of matches we we can Mm. be a little bit more confident that the weather's going to be something approaching more more summer-like and that that's good isn't it bill we don't like oh absolutely ben absolutely yeah been a fair bit of cricket in the week as well mind yeah harris and allen matches bill uh talk us through what what you saw this week there there were games on tuesday weren't there that you you went down to watch yeah, I went to watch Nayland on Tuesday. They played Hook, who are going to be a very good side. They're very young. If they can all stick together, they got some very talented boys there. But Nayland were too strong and experienced for them. Nayland were 177 for three, and Hook were 81 for nine, which sounds like a hammering. But the big differences were individual performances from Patrick Bellaby, who scored 101 not out for uh, Nayland. And then when Nayland played, they rearranged the... Uh, Dougie Morris game in the week, the Blighters scored another 66. So that's not bad. Yeah, and Brad McDermott, Brad McDermott, Jenkins had two for 12, and Ross Hardy, three for four. Some talented players, young Lewis Miller, took two for 30, left arm quick. He's only 15 or 16. He was bowling to his father at one stage, who was trying to give him advice on how to play, how to bowl to him, which was great. Uh, Pembroke and Johnson was a tight game. 
Pembroke scored 149 for six. Jonathan Rogers, second innings on the trot, 67 not out. Fine performance by him, and he had wickets as well. But uh, Johnson won off the very last ball, 150 for seven. Liam Boswell had 56. The situation there, they wanted uh, a few runs off the last over. It ended up they wanted uh, one off, two to win off the last but one ball, and they had a wide, and then they got a single off the last ball. So uh, Johnson won that, which I suppose in a way was a bit against the form book at the moment, but nice win for them. No doubt about the closest uh, result of the round was at Carew. They played Narbeth, and uh, what a game it turned out. Carew had 151 for four, which is a useful score. Thanks in the main to Nick Davis's fine 54, three fours and three sixes there. And Kyle Quatermain showed what he can do for uh, for Narbeth with a beautiful 65, four fours, three sixes there. Situation there. Uh, Kyle got himself run out then, and his brother Ben, who was looking for a quick single to retain the strike. strike. And it meant that off the last ball, uh, Narbeth needed three to win. Uh, the influential skipper, Ben Hughes, obviously decided the only way was a boundary, went for a big hit, but was caught. So it meant Kerr won by two runs. Hard lines for Narbeth, but what a performance by them in a... What the umpires told me was a cracking game as well. A couple of hammerings for teams as they played against strong sides. Lorraine uh, played Stackpool at home, had Stackpool all out for 31 and took only four overs to get the score bent. Tom Cole had 20 runs there to win the game from. Good bowling by Jamie Lewis, Rob Williams, Ryan Morton and Steve Lewis. Uh, other games very quickly in that uh, group. Huntledon uh, travelled to Criselli and lost by, I think, one of the biggest margins I've ever come across, 175 runs. That's right, 175. Uh, Criselli won the toss, decided to have some batting practice, 218 for two. Uh, Alex Bailey had 80 and Daniel Sutton 56 there. And Huntledon were 43 all out. The top scorer was Ben Adams with nine. But it doesn't matter. They turned up and they played. And I applaud them for that. I think it's brilliant to see that. And uh, well done to them. Good game at Herb Ramston. Kilgetty won for eight for nine. Toby Poole dominated there with 75. And he had a couple of wickets. A name to remember for Herb Ramston. Charlie Malloy. His father died. He was a good footballer, not a bad cricketer. But Charlie, I think he's 14 or 15. In that game, 51 not out in a limited overs game. That augurs well for his future. So there's been a lot of cricket uh, going on. And I say the other game that was played, Nayland uh, played against Lamphy in there. Um, Dougie Morrison won very easily there. Uh, Sean Bell, um, Patrick Bellaby, Sean's his uncle. Patrick had a, another good knock and Lamphy were dismissed for 31. So two good wins for Nayland this yeah. week. Easy, easy wins, really. Definitely a busy weekend of cup action in Pembroke, mm. no doubt about that. PembrokeShireSport.co.uk has loads of reaction to all the matches that have been played yeah. this week. Uh, Bill, you just stay with us. We'll have a look at some of the other fixtures that are going on yeah, today. Yeah, by all means. Interested to know where you're going to be spending your Saturday as well. Uh, so we will do that in just a few moments as we look ahead to another busy Pembrokeshire cricketing Saturday right here on Pure West Sport. Castle Hot Tubs are Wales's largest multi-award winning wellness company based right here in Pembrokeshire, offering luxury hot tubs and swim spas to suit every need and budget. Check out their Pembrokeshire range of hot tubs inspired by the beautiful beaches and coastline of our county at castlehottubs.co.uk. 
A warm welcome awaits at the new showroom on Vine Road in Johnston. Want to win a hot tub for a week? Tune into Pure West Radio every weekday morning at 10.45 and play Where's the Hot Tub for your chance to win. Castle Hot Tubs, the friendly company. Big enough to cope, small enough to care. Car trouble again? At O.C. Davis Roundabout Garage, Nayland, we like to keep it simple. Offering you service plans from just under £10 a month. From affordable used cars to 0% finance. Not to mention, nil advance payment on the mobility scheme. You can guarantee you'll get more for your money. Put the pedal to the metal and get the most out of your motor. Call 01646 600858 or go online to ocdavis.com. Ladies and gentlemen... Please welcome to Pembrokeshire Vision Arts Wales, a brand new creative hub in Haverford West. Playing host to a youth and amateur theatre company, a show-stopping choir and a multitude of masterclasses from Broadway and West End talent. Calling all actors, singers, dancers and those who want to bring the West End to Wales. Vision Arts has the spotlight and the curtain is about to rise. Ready to take centre stage? Visit visionartswales.com. Join us every Friday for the 2.30 kickoff as Haverford West County take over Pure West Radio to bring you the latest news and developments direct from the Bridge Meadow. Team news, transfers, new signings and the latest changing room gossip from the Cymru Premier side. Miss the final whistle? Well, listen to the Haverford West Bluebirds podcast by visiting purewestradio.com. Our club, our county, our community. Haverford West County AFC. At Folly Farm, you're guaranteed a fun family day out. Explore the zoo, experience the barn, have fun at the fairground, or just go and play. You get to pick your own adventure, and it's never been more affordable. With 15% off day tickets purchased in advance online, or the great value annual passes where you only have to visit more than twice to start saving. What better time to experience the excitement that a day at Folly Farm brings? Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. This is Pure West Radio. Naughty boys in nasty schools and masters breaking all the rules. Having fun and playing pool, smashing up the woodwork too. All the teachers in the pub, passing men are ready rub. Trying not to think of when the lunchtime bell will ring again. Oh, what fun we had, but did it really turn out? Oh, what fun we had, but did it really turn out bad? 
Pure West Sports for a Saturday morning and we are looking ahead to another busy Saturday of cricket in the Pembrokeshire Leagues with Bill Kahn, who is with me right now on the show. Uh, morning to you once again, Bill. Let me just run down the Hi. Division 1 games that are going on today uh, and you can give us some of your thoughts. We've got Carew against Narbeth, Cresselli against Haverford West, Lorenny against St Ishmael's, Saundersfoot against Nayland and Whitland against Athletic Where are you going to be watching your cricket today? Well, not in the first division, Ben, because as you know, I haven't been well. I'm, I'm only allowed to drive short distances and all the first division games are uh, more or less the other side of the haven. Carew and Narbeth, a repeat of the um, Arsenal Allen game in midweek. If this is close again, that will be smashing. Uh, one of the top games, Criselli against Hanford West. Hanford West at the moment, very much in transition. Criselli's batting is something to behold. So um, I would go for Criselli there. I'd go for Cairo in the first one, both with home advantage. Lorenia playing St. Ishmael's. Lorenia second in the table and playing well. They're another side that when they're going well, superb team. Um, Tish. Not playing particularly well at the moment. They're having trouble with getting some of their players on the pitch because of work commitments and family commitments. A couple of them would be dads and are hanging around waiting for that. Nayland, who are top, obviously travelled to Saundersfoot, and everyone would pick Nayland to win that comfortably. Yet Saundersfoot beat them. I'm not sure if, no, the year before last, I think Saundersfoot, the only team to beat Nayland, and that was at Nayland. So that'll be interesting to see. I'd obviously go for Nayland if I had to put money on it. And Whitland are home to Clechrid. Whitland to win that one. Clechrid, they've got David Dunphy as a fast bowler now. If he comes good, anything could happen and might well happen. So uh, some interesting games and some tough fixtures there. Let me run down Division 2's fixtures as well, Bill, uh, for, the, for the games going on this afternoon. Haverford West seconds against Kilgetty, Hook against Carew seconds, Lamphy v Pembroke Dock, Langham against Herranston and Pembroke against Burton. Anything catch your eye there? Yeah, I'd probably see two of those games if I get permission off Mrs Khan. Um, Hanford West are at home to Kilgetty, so I will have a look in at Hanford West just on, on the way or coming home. Um, Hook are at home to Carew. I could well go and watch that. Hook, as they say, very talented young side. And Carew have got some nice players coming through as well. And some old players, some old timers. Uh, Langham are the form side at the moment. They're home to Herbranston. And they've got to uh, keep ploughing on. They've got to win that division. They should be in Division 1 with the side they got. Now, you heard Joe uh, Kiff saying that they're targeting the... Um, Cup competitions, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how that goes. Lamphy entertained Pembroke Dock in a way, a bit of a local derby. There's a couple of players might well have played for both teams there, uh, with Pembroke in the middle of them both as well. So, uh, Pembroke Dock will start as favourites there. Lamphy, uh, if they play well, they, they've got some very good players. And last but not least, Pembroke against Burton. That's always been a game I enjoyed when I was playing for Pembroke. I had quite a few good knocks against Burton. I seem to enjoy that. It is uh, hard to believe, but it's true. And, uh, <laughs> That's a nice uh, place be, to play cricket, isn't it? No doubt about it. Uh, I love treat. I'll tell you a secret, Ben. We at one time had a tree planting uh, session and we all bought a tree and I planted mine, a, a birch tree, in the hedge uh, a 
abutting the St. Michael's Cemetery. Yeah. So I thought, well, if I can get a plot there, I can sit in, you know, lie down in the plot quietly, look at my tree growing and watch a bit of cricket. But I moved away now. <laughs> bit morbid, eh? <laughs> oh, dear. OK, Bill, let me give you Division 3's games, then we'll, we'll look at four and five. Uh, in Division 3, Johnston against Cresselli seconds, Narbeth seconds against Haverford West thirds, uh, Nayland seconds against Fraser's Slam Ryan, uh, Stackpole against Larne, and St Ishmael seconds against Langham seconds. Any games there we should keep an eye out for? Yeah, you mentioned Fraser's team, them and Johnson, and to a lesser degree, Stackpole and Lahn, obviously have a big advantage. It's their first teams playing against some seconds and indeed 113. So you'd expect those to do well. Uh, Llanrian are doing very well at the moment, and uh, Johnson have had a couple of players rejoin them. Uh, I know Lee Walters has started playing again. He hasn't come from anywhere else. And, and uh, Lee Summons, a very good cricketer, joined his dad back in the team there. So I'd expect Johnson to beat Criselli mm. seconds. Stackpool are playing Lahn, two first teams there. Lahn don't travel well, and it's a fair distance from there to Stackpool. It's not, not, there are not many games you could travel further. And a nice game where it'll be played in a good hoil and could be plenty of runs, St. Ishmael seconds against Langham seconds as well. Yeah, that will be one to, to watch. Uh, I'll do the four or five games as well. Uh, so Division 4, Burton seconds against Saunders for seconds, Carew thirds against Hook seconds, Kilgetty seconds against Krimmick, Slam uh, Ryan seconds against Lorenny seconds, and Leckridge seconds take on Whitland seconds. And in Division 5, Fishguard against Cresselli thirds, Haverford West fourths against Whitland thirds, Branston seconds against Nayland thirds, Hundleton v Pembroke, and Pembroke Dock seconds against Stackpole seconds. So right away across Pembrokeshire, Bill, plenty of games going on, which is great to see, isn't it? Yeah, and indeed, one of the nice things with that, Krimach are playing in Division 4. They should do well because Elgin Vittles rejoined them. And it's great to see Fishguard back in action. They're, um, being, the pitch is being done at the moment by an old friend of ours, in, uh, Matthew Lamb, known all as Minty. He's been on the show many, many times when we had our show elsewhere. And uh, he's desperately seen, keen to see that they keep going. They're at home to Criselli Thirds. And they had a win last time. Um, um, Sam Kurtz, the new Assembly member for, uh, was he South Thames, I think, and, and uh, uh, East. Um, yes, he's been made a cabinet, a shadow cabinet member as he, well. Has yeah. he? Yeah. Well, he, Sam, is, Sam is a good cricketer as well as a very nice guy and, and will be a great Assembly member as well, I'm sure. Very honest, great guy. So he had 89 not out last week for Fishguard. They'll be hoping he'll be able to play every week, but I suspect his <laughs> duties in the Senate will keep him busy. We'll have him on the show one night, shall we? Yeah, we, we definitely will. Bill, plenty of cricket to be played. Enjoy your sporting Saturday. Uh, hopefully with a bit of sun shining as well, so it'll be nice of being out and about watching cricket. Very jealous. Hope, hope that goes well and we will look forward to hearing from you again on monday evening between seven yeah. and nine on pure west sport have a good sporting weekend look forward to seeing you back Ta-da. It's been a long
gonna come Oh, yes it will It's been too hard living But I'm afraid to die Cause I don't know what's up there Beyond the sky It's been a long A long time coming But I know A change gonna come Saturday morning, it's Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. Sam Cook and a change is going to come. Of course, Saturday is usually park run day and we've not had any park runs since February 2020 as the COVID restrictions have been in place. There's some talk that we might get some details from the Welsh Government this coming week with the review scheduled for early June. So we should get some indication about whether events will be able to make a return. Some junior park runs have now resumed in Wales and in England they're set to start again at the back end of the month, uh, looking like Saturday the 26th of June. The official position in Wales is they're waiting to see until they get further guidance, but let's hope that we see the park runs at Colby Gardens, Milford Haven and Haverford West back on the Saturday agenda sooner rather than later. On the way next, a big day for Swansea City. They take on Brentford in the Championship Playoff Final. We'll preview that with Fraser next. Some people call me the Space Cowboy Yeah Some call me the Gangster of Love Some people call me Maurice Cause I speak of the pompatists of love People talk about me, baby 
say I'm doing you wrong, doing you wrong. Well, don't you worry, baby, don't worry, 'cause I'm right here, right here, right here, right here at home. 'Cause I'm a picker, I'm a grinner, I'm a lover, and I'm a sinner. I play my music in the sun. I'm a joker. I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight toker. I get my loving on the run. Band on Pure West Radio. It's Spen with you on Pure West Sport. Just gone 8:30, and really good to have your company on what is a huge day for Swansea City, a place in the Premier League up for grabs as they take on Brentford in the Championship playoff at Wembley. It's a three o'clock kickoff. Our very own Fraser Watson is here to preview the game. Morning, Fraser. How are you feeling today? Nervous, excited. Flies in the stomach, Ben. A lot of feelings rolled into one this morning. Huge, huge day ahead. Three o'clock kickoff. You, you said the same to us last week um, before the second leg with Barnsley. Would you say a final is more or less nerve wracking than the playoff semi final? What, what's the most nerve wracking game? Oh, taking it. The way these playoffs work out, I wouldn't want to say either, but I think, yes, yeah, the final, once you get there, I think the original. Like excitement for you experience of a playoff semi-final where you can't really beat it but it lasts a couple of days before it dawns on you just how big an occasion it is and again it's maybe a bit of a callous take to put on it you're on the verge of either 
glory, you know, 100 million richer premiership football or, or 46 or in this case 49 league games of your season being all for nothing, you know. And, and it's why it's such a huge day because the prize is so big. You feel like you've reached the ultimate. But the feeling of despondency for the team that loses, it really can cause a hangover into next season as well. It's a very, very hard feeling to get over. I've been to a playoff final which Swansea lost before and I remember figures like Lee Trundle and Appleton saying the summer they, they just couldn't enjoy. You know, it hangs over for a long time. So whichever way you go, it has a massive impact on the whole club. There's something in that, I think, because the, the championship season is so long and gruelling, isn't it? So you, you can understand for the team that loses, the thought of having to go through 46 games again yes. um, it, it is, is hard to take. Uh, what do you think we should, we should make of the table? The fact that Brentford came third and finished seven points ahead of Swansea. Um, I, I've said Brentford appeared to be a Premier League team in in waiting. I don't mean to understate Swansea's efforts at all this season. Do you, do you think that has much bearing on today's game? Where they finish the table? None whatsoever. No. I, I think Brentford, I've, I've said this for the last two seasons, I think if they played for their full capability over the course of the championship season, would be top two. I think if they had held their metal at, at times better, they would in fact be in the Premiership by now. Um, Swansea, you can remember, we, we're banging the all automatic promotion race as well into the top two themselves in mid-February. It, it's it's true, but then once you get to the playoffs, and certainly once you get through the semi-finals and the final, where you finished in those positions where you third and picked means absolutely nothing. You know, it does come down to the day. It's who holds their nerve better. It's not necessarily you've been the best team over the 46 games that have gone before. It. So, so, no, I don't think the fact that Brentford was third or Swansea was fourth had a bearing on things. I believe Brentford are favourites. I think they've got better done the better squad. But I think Swansea are prepared to mix it and Steve Cooper will set them up tactically to neutralise Brentford like he did with Barnley. So Swansea got a good chance today. Brentford are favourites, but you know, it really is one that could go either way. I was going to ask you that actually. I, I do think under Steve Cooper, Swansea have got this reputation, haven't they, for, for being able to produce results when it matters. They can find a way to get the result they need and, and just wonder whether might be underestimating Swansea a bit going into today's game and, and Cooper's ability to get the most out of them in a one-off occasion is going to be key. Yes, certainly. And, and you see the way he played those two Barnsley legs. He, he essentially played one-off knockout football. You know, he, he set just to neutralise a direct threat. He had a plan for it. You know, he wasn't he wasn't prepared to take risk or go all out or expensive, which he fair and done for much of the season. Yes, Swansea perhaps in both legs relied on a bit of individual quality up front, but they were prepared to stay patient and do that. I think it'll be very much the same today. I will say, Ben, I know it comes across a cliche sometimes that you have to see the early storm from Brentford Swansea. I think the first 20, 30 minutes even, they will come forward in waves. That's how they play. They like to attack. And if Brentford do score really, they are the sort of guy that can really open you up. You know, even Tony up front there, they've got so much pace on the break. They're pretty cynical. The longest Swansea stay in it, that could hold the key. Right, because if it's still nil-nil and if it's almost dreary, if you like, for want of a better word, that, that, that suits Swansea. You know, they don't want an open game. They will sit patient. They will wait for that chance. And up front, they've got the likes of IU. They have got a bit of individual quality to take it. So the last thing Swansea want is fast-flowing football today. And they'll want to stifle Brentford as early as they can, I think. I know it's going to be nerve-wracking, Fraser. Are you going to give us a prediction? <laughs> you know, look, 
My head does say Brentford. I'll be really honest with you about that. Both league games actually finished one all. This Swansea really went up against in her leg. Probably a prime example of what you just spoken about, grinding up results they didn't necessarily deserve down to 10 men by the end of that game. My head does say Brentford. and Things do point perhaps to a 2-0 win for them. My heart says Swansea. And um, I'll go for 1-0 to Swansea to, to grind out another 1-0 like they did at Oak. Uh, would be perfect, wouldn't it? And, and just finally, as well, on, on Steve Cooper, uh, he, he's been linked with the Crystal Palace job. Do, do you think there's something else hinging on today's result? Steve Cooper's future? Um, I think this is a crossroads day for Swansea, Ben, for so many reasons. This club has struggled financially in the last couple of years. We know that. You know, promotion to the Premiership. And this is kind of a cynical view to take on it, even if it were to come straight back down. We've made a lot more financial security in 12 months' time position they're in now. But you just pointed on another one there, let alone all the players who are currently on low, currently linked elsewhere, who couldn't may well leave if they to go their way today. Steve Cooper, yes, his head bound to be turned. You know, he, he says he's underlined his commitment to Swansea many a time, but he's working on a very low budget. You know, he's offered a premiership job where more financial security for him, more money to work with, of course his head is going to be turned. You know, and you know, at this stage it's just links, of course, there's been no formal approach from Crystal Palace or West who he seemed to be one of the two main candidates for the job to go in at the moment. But but yes, you are right. But defeat today could could have a lot of ramifications and the manager could well be one of them. Okay, let's hope that doesn't happen. Fraser, enjoy it, and we will talk all about it on Pure West Sports on Monday. And we need to say good luck to, to Newport County because uh, they've got their League Two playoff yes, with Morecambe on Bank Holiday Monday, haven't they? At three, so we'll have some uh, some reaction to that when we go on air on Monday night on Pure West Sport. Let's hope it's a, a good showing for Steve Cooper and Swansea today. Enjoy the game, Fraser. We will see you Monday. Thank you. See you then, Ben. Does your dog have bad habits such as biting, growling, chewing, house soiling, chasing cars, bikes, or even children? Or maybe your dog just doesn't listen. If you need help, advice, and training for your dog, then contact Bowen's Canine Mind. Canine psychologist and dog behaviorist Oliver Bowen uses science-based techniques to help you truly understand how your dog thinks and learns. Bowen's Canine Mind. Find them on Facebook. Get more for your money at O.C. Davis Roundabout Garage, Nayland, the MG dealer for Pembrokeshire. Adventure awaits with 0% APR across the MG range, including the MG HS, the new MG ZS and MG3. Feel the power of electric motoring with zero advance payment on the mobility scheme. And as a thank you to our key workers, you can enjoy a contribution of up to £8,500. Don't forget, all new MGs come with a seven-year warranty as standard. For more information, go online to www.ocdavis.com or call 01646 600858. <laughs> Witness the evil power of Bedhead. No! My hair! Won't anyone help me? Stop right there, Bedhead. Your reign of hair meddling terror is over. Freestyle, my old nemesis. You can't stop me, boyo. Guess again. Eat laser! No! I'll get you next time, freestyle. Oh, thank you. No problem. When it comes to bedhead, you just got a freestyle. For wicked trims, call Freestyle Barbers, Portfield Haverford West on 078-27-445589. Patch is the Pure West Radio chosen charity of the year. 
Pembrokeshire Action to Combat Hardship, founded in June 2008. They cover the whole of Pembrokeshire and have two basic banks that give food, clothing, small household items, toiletries, cleaning products and a baby bank that's in Milford Haven and Pembroke Dock. And three food banks, Haverford West, Begelly and Tenby. They also help the lives of families in the festive season with their Christmas toy appeal. Last year, Patch gave toys to over 950 children. Listen every Wednesday at 5.40 to the Patch Update to find out the latest news with our chosen charity of the year here on Pure West Radio. <laughs> Loch Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Myler Farm Ice Cream. Pure West Rolling into town like you're slinging a gun Just a small town dude with a big city attitude Honey, are you looking for some trouble tonight? Well, alright You think you're so bad, drive the women for a while Shoot them all down with the flash of your pretty smile Honey, but you're mad, you're mad
Not heard that for ages. It's Cher for Saturday morning and just like Jesse James. I'm Ben Stone, Pure West Sport with G&G Builders for a Saturday morning. And we should have a look, I think, at the other big match that's going on today. We've mentioned Swansea's playoff final, but it's the Champions League final with Manchester City taking on Chelsea. And we've got Gordon Thomas with us. Gordon is a big Man U fan. They were beaten by Villarreal on penalties in the Europa League final, of course, during the week. An incredible penalty shootout. We're going to have to talk about it. Morning, Gordon. How are you? Good morning, Ben. A very disappointed Gordon Thomas. Man United fan losing to Villarreal in midweek. Yes, but we, yeah. we will talk about the game if you like, Ben. We should, because it, it wasn't a particularly exciting Europa League final, was it? Until we got to the penalty shootout and, and then it, it seemed like it was going to go on forever. Uh, it was incredible, isn't it? You know, um, it, the 90 minutes of football, or should I say 120 minutes of football, wasn't very inspiring at all. Uh, Cavani managed to put the Reds back level when they were 1-0 down at half-time. But the penalty shootout was incredible. I've never seen a penalty shootout where so many of the players were so accurate in front of goal. And then it was left to poor old <laughs> David De Gea, Man United, to try and place it past his goal with the 22nd penalty of the night. And to be fair to the uh, Villarreal keeper, he pulled off a tremendous stop and uh, they were crowned the Europa champions in Poland. But I hope the Champions League final will be a bit more entertaining than what the Europa Cup final was in Poland. Yes, I think it will be. I think Chelsea and Man City, uh, we hope, will put on a, a spectacle this evening. Uh, Man City obviously play the football. Chelsea under Thomas Tuchel, very well organised. What, what kind of game do you think we'll get? Do you, do you see this one going all the way to penalties? Uh, cup finals are cagey affairs, as you, as you know, Ben. Um, Chelsea played uh, Man City only a few weeks back at the Etihad State Stadium and they um, got a 2-1 win. Is it going to be a psychological edge over Pep Guardiola's side? Who knows? Who knows? I don't think it will be, actually. It's actually Manchester City's first ever Champions League final. Uh, Guardiola was put in place to try and reach uh, the the heights of European football, and he's certainly done that, to be fair. I know they splashed the cash to do that. So has Abramovich at Chelsea as well. Chelsea last won it in uh, 2012. Will they have a you know an edge because they've already been to a final and done it? But most of those players wouldn't have been playing in that particular final. So it's a new episode, this final. It'll be an interesting game. It'll be cagey affair. Um, you know, we're going to have to look out for the Aguero. Is he going to start or not? I mean, he's leaving City at the end of the season. He's been the talisman in front of goal. He's been exceptional. What a player he's been over the last decade. Um, you've got De Bruyne as well. And uh, the centre-back, Ruben Diaz, has been their player of the season, solid as a rock in the back. And we've got young uh, Foden in midfield, who's been very exciting. And we're hoping to see him uh, playing for England in the uh, Euros, which will be coming up in the next few weeks. But um, Chelsea, 
this strong. Tuchel is a, a very a mastermind at tactics. So he, he knows what he's got to do to try and uh, break the City um, onslaught because City are very good going forward. They are strong behind. But Chelsea have Kante. He's a superb player, all-round ability. He'll create uh, space for others. There's Pulisic up front and we've got Young Mountain uh, in midfield as well. He'll be up against Foden. The two England uh, players will yeah. be rivals so that will be an interesting clash it's just going to be on the night who can hold their nerve and who can put that ball in the back of the net it may go to extra time who knows but i hope it doesn't go to penalty shoots i, I just want to see the best of um, the the two sides giving it their all and, and going for it end to end and uh, i can see city just sneaking it actually ben i will make a prediction there what's the score going to be gordon uh, it won't be a high-scoring affair, so I, I'll go for a, a, a two-one, a two-one to Manchester City and Aguero signing off as a winner. Mm. Which, off the he's bench such a great starting. player. I don't think anyone would begrudge him that. No, no doubt about that. And, and Gordon, once we finished uh, the, the Champions League final, all eyes on the Euros to come. I'm looking forward to that. Hal Robson Carney was the the big name, really left out of the the Wales yeah. provisional squad by Rob Page, yeah. not named in yeah. the 28 man squad. Yeah, Are you surprised yeah. about that? Uh, not really. He's an aging player now. He's he's done okay at West Brom this season, but he's never been a prolific goal scorer, to be honest with you, uh, Ben. He got that famous uh, Johan Cruyff turn and goal in the 2016 Euros against Belgium, and that gave him his name. But um, there's a lot of... we got. Gareth Bale, who's starting to come into form now as well. You've been talking about him over the last few weeks as a Spurs fan yourself. He's uh, looking like more like mm. his old self again. Aaron Ramsey's back in the fold, whether he's match fit or not, we don't know. Again, we our very own Joe Allen is back in the squad as well. We don't know about his fitness levels after his Achilles uh, problem. So... Um, we're hoping that manager Rob Page is, um, you know, going to stand by his faithful. Is even Chris Gunter still hanging around? Yeah. And obviously Ben Ben Davis at Tottenham as well, and uh, Joe Roden, Roden, who hasn't had much game time since Mourinho left Tottenham. Let's be honest, but I'm sure he'll be um, fitted in as some place. But you've got young Harry Wilson and Kiefer Moore, good players, and also there's young Robin Colwell from Cardiff City who's been included. He's the youngest member of the squad I believe and you've got the experience of Wayne Hennessy in goal as well so I'm hoping Wales they play in Switzerland on 12th of June followed by Turkey on the 16th and then Italy on the 20th very very hard games and testing games the old cliche is you must take one game at a time. So yeah. uh, it'll be interesting to see how Wales will do because there's going to be a lot more pressure on them. D teams know how well they did in the last Euros, so they won't be taking Wales lightly this time. So it may be difficult to get out of that group, Ben, to be honest with you. It's going to be interesting and we'll talk lots more about the Euros in, in the weeks to come. Looking forward to that once the, the Champions League final and the, and the playoffs are all settled and good luck to Swansea and Newport County, of course, with their games later. Yes, definitely. Uh, to come. Swansea later today, Newport on Bank Holiday Monday. Uh, Gordon, thank yes. you. Have a good weekend. Hopefully you'll see some cricket over the weekend and we will speak to you on Monday on Pure West Sport. You have a good Bank Holiday weekend, Ben.
Thank you, Gordon. You as well. We will be back on Monday for a Bank Holiday Monday sports show between 7 and 9 right here on Pure West Sports. Make sure you join us for that. We'll be live on the Facebook page between 8 and 9 on Monday evening as well. Enjoy your Bank Holiday weekend. It could be a walk on the beach in Saundersfoot, maybe playing cricket. Uh, Loads of matches going on around the county as we've already covered this morning on the show. Enjoy following the Swansea game at Wembley. I'll be watching that later. And the Champions League final to come and you never know it might be time for a barbecue as well over the bank holiday we will see you on monday after the news at nine frank is with you for saturday right here on pure west i've been holding on to pieces swimming in the deep end trying to find my way back to you because i need a little bit of love Lately I've been counting stars And I'm sorry that I broke your heart It's something that I didn't want for you But I'm stepping on broken glass And I know this is my final choice All I'm trying to do is find my path to you I got voices in my head and there's a definite silence I got voices in my head and I can lie I've been holding on to pieces Swimming Just thinking of you Now I'm knocking on 
from Milford Haven to Mathry for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. Free winter parking in Pembrokeshire could be a thing of the past if proposals by Pembrokeshire County Council come into force. 14 car parks in Pembrokeshire will change from charging seasonally to charging all the year round, with the cost of permits will increase and maximum stays will decrease. An order submitted by Pembrokeshire County Council means that there'll be year-round charges as opposed to the current seasonal ones at car parks at Marine Road Broadhaven, Dale Seafront, West Street Fishguard, the Paragon Station Hill, Goodick, Newgate, 